welcome to the Find Your Best Future podcast. This is the podcast that helps international families make great decisions when it comes to choosing university courses. So welcome to another episode of the Find Your Best Future podcast. Um, it's getting chilly here in the, the Northern Hemisphere, and uh, that means we must be hitting November. Uh, and that's what we're going to take a look at today, aren't we, Jeremy? We are indeed. It's not just chilly, it's getting very dark here in the Northern Hemisphere. <laughs> and today we're going to be looking at all the things that uh, grade 12s need to be thinking about in November. Now, November's a pretty critical month uh, for, for students. Uh, what kind of things are we going to be discussing today? Well, this episode really is all about the looming deadlines, both academic and particularly college uh, application deadlines, because Many schools go into their winter break in mid-December, so November is really the last full month of work. Um, so we need to consider carefully what these deadlines are. Right, so let's get to it. Okay, so let's zoom in on country by country or location by location, maybe kicking off with uh, the USA. Okay, USA regular admissions deadline is January the 1st. Now, what this means in effect, of course, is that it is during the winter break. Right. And your college counsellors, your teachers, they'll all be away on break, of course, celebrating with their families. And what this means for you is that you have to plan ahead. You have to request mm -hmm. the transcripts. You have to request the recommendation letters. And I really urge you to get this done before you go on winter break. Whenever but we're really talking be. about now, aren't we? We're talking about now, yes, absolutely. Because uh, everyone will come running towards the college counsellor's uh, uh, office uh, in in December, and so if you want to um, to really get uh, uh, things sorted, you should be should be looking at this uh, uh, as you listen to this uh, episode. And if you are one of those sort of last minute students, uh, don't worry, you're you're not alone. There will be plenty of others in in your school. But you have to think of it like this. Uh, a college counsellor can only write so many recommendations and references in one day and process so many um, applications. And you run the risk of basically being timed out because when they go on holiday, well, they won't be processing your applications anymore. So please get it done now. And I think the other thing is, of course, um, you know, when a college counsellor has a bit more space and a bit more time, Perhaps they, they are more reflective and, and write more words or perhaps uh, write, uh, uh, you know, a recommendation that reflects you as a student a little bit better than if they've confronted with the last minute dash. Is that right? Yes. And of course, uh, it reflects better on you as well. Uh, but so therefore, the council is going to see you as someone who is uh, good at time management, aware of deadlines and will very possibly comment on those uh, traits in the recommendation letter. It's a really important point. So yes. uh, message number one, USA, get to it right now. What about the UK? The UK uh, traditionally always had a 15th of January deadline. However, in the last couple of years, you know, in the COVID times, that's been pushed back to, well, this year is the 25th of January. Um, but even so, that's only probably a couple of weeks after you come back to school following the winter break. So, again, I think the same really applies uh, for the UK as what I just said for the US. You really right. need to get this done before you go on winter break. But you do have a little bit more leeway there. A little bit, yes. But um, 
I, I would really urge you to, to do it sooner rather than later. Sure. And, of course, the UK system is sort of a one-stop shop, which means that, that, you know, your application needs to be great because it's going everywhere. Um, if you're dealing with the USA, maybe you've got multiple applications if you're uh, applying to universities that are outside of the common app. And so, um, you know, the UK application is significant because it's the only one that you're making there. Is that right? Yeah, that's absolutely correct. And uh, you can't just sort of add in bits and pieces later on. You Indeed. You send it and that's it. And then you just wait for the responses to come back. So you do need to make sure you've submitted a really strong application. But just right. if I could add something on, on the issue of asking counsellors and teachers to write recommendation letters and sort of sure. running, running things down to the wire, um, it's really useful if you go along and talk to those people and just give them a few tips. You know, I've been doing this out of school. I do this extracurricular activity. And perhaps just email that information. Just bullet points will do. Because as someone who's written, well, let's say thousands of recommendation letters by now, it really makes um, college counselors' life or a teacher's life so much easier if they have a bit more uh, information about you. Then they can write something better. Indeed. And I think that's the important thing, isn't it? It's not just making their life easier. It's making the end product, which you desperately need uh, as a student, uh, to be um, uh, of better quality, reflecting uh, you in a far more accurate way, which inevitably uh, means that more universities will be interested, I guess. Yes, because uh, if there's a large number of students all with good grades applying to a university, uh, then they're going to have to look at something else to decide who is going to get the place. And the recommendation letter is one of those something else aspects of the application. Indeed. And I think many students underestimate the power of that recommendation letter. Yes. Um, you know, it's something that they don't really see um, in their world. And so therefore it's not uh, uh, as important as, say, a, a, an essay, a college essay. But in reality, it carries an awful lot of weight, doesn't it? Yes, it does. And uh, so please make your college counsellor's life easy. Go and talk to him or her. Give them some information because at the end of the day, it's going to benefit you. What about Canada? Canada has lots of different deadlines um, depending on the university and the programme. So you do have to look very carefully and make sure you understand what your deadlines are. Um, and some of them will be in January and some will be later. So you just need to go and look, make yourself a little spreadsheet or a calendar and make sure that you get the uh, requests in for recommendation letters, etc. And of course, your actual applications, make sure they're in on time. Right. And is that the same case for the Netherlands? Very similar pattern in the Netherlands. Yes, uh, some of the deadlines will be as early as January and others will run through until May. Um, depending on the university, also the nationality of the student impacts here in the Netherlands. Um, right. e EU citizens have a, usually approximately one month more to uh, wait before they send their applications in, uh, simply because they don't need to factor in extra time for visa applications. That's of what course. lies behind it. Right. Okay. And other countries, other universities, what, what's the pattern generally? Is, or is there a pattern? Not really. It's a very mixed picture. Um, the best advice is that when you are considering applying for a particular university, 
you need to sort of create a list or a spreadsheet and you need to jot down certain important pieces of information. And one of those very important pieces is the deadline. Right, indeed. And, you know, but the, the, the main advice here is, you know, November is the right time to get everything done. Yes, and right. it, also, it also has the benefit for you because as a, a final year student, 12th grade student in school, you have a lot going on, all sorts of um, academic um, tests and exams and sure. essays you have to hand in and internal assessments. So it's, it's never ending. And if you can get this task, your college application, out of the way, um, that's one more thing you can check off on your to-do list. But possibly even more important is that you will start to get offers coming back from the universities. Yeah. And, and this will really spur you on to um, work hard because at that point, when that first offer comes, you really feel that this is not just some vague sort of academic exercise. It's real and a university actually wants you. And this really focuses the minds of 12th grade students. Yeah, that's hugely important, isn't it? Because yeah. you know, up until then, you know, most students in school have have lived a life of of, of relatively predictable uh, uh, passage from one class or one grade to the next, and then all of a sudden, oh, there's somebody who loves me, and <laughs> and it has a huge uh, positive impact, doesn't it, on yeah. on students if you can get that early. Yes, uh, very much so, because when, when I see a student heading towards my office with a huge smile, I thought, haha, this person's about to tell me that he or she has had an offer from a university. And it's, yes. it's, a, it's a good feeling because it's a, it's a positive outcome for all the work that the student has put in. Right. And is there anything else that, uh, you know, related to uh, uh, applications that you need to have finished if you haven't finished? I'm thinking of uh, essays and stuff like that, maybe still hanging yes. around. Yes, because, of course, if you're applying to the United States and other places as well, you're going to have to turn in pieces of written work, essays, motivation letters, all those sort of things. And if you haven't done them already, then I think you really need to get moving with that. Right. Um, I think in a previous podcast, you mentioned that uh, some students even wait uh, until this period of time to tick the SAT box. Is that right? Maybe on the second or third time. It could be, yes. Uh, and students often ask me the question, how often should I take the SAT or ACT? And the answer really is um, until you achieve a score which uh, will you know, match what the university is looking for. However, right. um, obviously there's only a certain number of SAT or ACT test dates and you do have to get your application in. Now let's assume you're going to be applying regular admissions to the United States with a 1st of January deadline. Um, if you test a, a SAT test at the beginning of December, um, the results will come in sometime during the winter break. So what you do is you, you flag this up on your application. Um, when right. the admissions tutors are reading your application, they will see that they need to wait for this score to come in. So as a student, if, you, if you've if you got disappointing SAT, ACT scores, you still have the opportunity, if you want to, to, to get in there and get one last shot um, at uh, improving them uh, uh, without negatively impacting your application uh, in the USA. That's important. Um, you mentioned earlier academics, and I think it's really important to... to 
to to to revisit that because many schools have um, uh, mock exams, don't they, uh, uh, coming up shortly? Yes, they do. A, a lot of schools uh, do mock exams either just before the winter break or, or just after in January. And clearly, you're going to have to prepare for those exams. It, it's very good practice for the real thing, which will almost certainly take place in May or June. Um, at the end of your final year in school. Um, so you should take these seriously because uh, it's a, a good way for you to find out where your weaknesses are. And yeah. during the months between winter break and spring break, it's a chance for you to fix any little deficits you might have. And so therefore getting this out of the way again is something that means that you have space in your brain to, to do that. Um, and I think that's, uh, you know, when you look at the big picture, there, there are a hundred reasons why right now you need to get everything finished. Those boxes need to be ticked in grade 12 uh, because otherwise uh, uh, it will become like a rolling snowball down a, down a hill of, 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 uh, of, of snow getting bigger and bigger uh, coming towards you. I can tell you're in Canada, Neil, because you're talking about snow already. We we, we actually haven't we got have any snow We have snow yet. outside, actually. Uh, well, that's, uh, that's good. So, Jeremy, you know, pulling things together, um, what, what, what's the main advice here uh, in November for Grade 12s? Okay, first of all, get your applications done. That would be the first piece of advice. And then you can focus on your academic program, particularly your mock exams. Sure. Now, I, I do understand this is actually quite a lot for you as a student. And some students understandably feel a little overwhelmed. And if you find yourself feeling like that, you're not the only person. And <laughs> but don't, don't, don't sit there and suffer alone. Reach out and ask for help. There are a lot of experienced professionals working in your school who have seen this situation many, many times. And they will really be able to support you and help you. Yeah, and I think you know, for many students, um, you know, the temptation sort of believe it's about them uh, and they're not good enough or they're not, you know, able enough. Um, and to be very self-critical of themselves uh, is, is something that's very common. And really, that's not the case, is it? It's it's a, a, a very very common place to be. And even if your friends are looking like they're confident. They may be um, struggling as well inside. Yes, um, as I say, you know, if if you're feeling anxious or overwhelmed, then then reach out. There will be someone there who can really give you good advice and help you. Yeah, and and probably of all of the advice in the podcast, that's the most important one in the end. Um, don't wait. Don't hang on. Don't think, oh, you know, I'll manage. Um, uh, actually go and get somebody and talking to somebody, the very act of talking about these things and maybe building a plan will take a huge burden off your shoulders. Uh, and, and talking of, um, uh, you know, um, uh, taking a burden off your shoulders. Uh, um, what, what... <laughs> I, I, I know what's coming. <laughs> I'd like you, Jeremy, to take a burden off my shoulders. I've been, you know, really <laughs> concerned about what you're going to be eating tonight. You're looking a little bit, uh, um, uh, you know, like you need nutrition. Well, the answer is, Neil, actually not very much because I have just been away uh, for the last four days visiting a university and I have been royally wined and dined all yeah, of that let's, time. Let's see the, the uh, hard life of a, of a university <laughs> counsellor. 
Um, where were you actually, Jeremy? I was visiting Marist University in Florence. Uh, Marist, of course, is located in New York, but they have a, a campus in Florence. And right. It was a very, very interesting visit. My goodness, not too bad. So you're on a bit of a diet after, after uh, all of that wonderful Italian food. Uh, and I don't blame you. Thanks so much for joining us today. If you enjoyed this episode, please don't forget to subscribe and share the Find Your Best Future podcast.